Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, preparing for success after the pandemic with Fleur Hull and Kim Koreljevic. Hi, Kim. Hey, Fleur, how are you going this week? Good, good. It's a good week. Yeah, how's your week been? Um, good, but I mean, yet another one that's just sort of flying past. Isn't that I feel great? like I need to get my organisational skills tightened up again. <laughs> oh, funny you should mention that. Today we're going to be talking about habits. Oh, amazing. And How fantastic. <laughs> I mean, we did have that episode about um, about organisational skills and, you know, productivity. Uh, and in the meantime, as a result of recommendations of a few of the podcasts that I listen to, I've... Um, been listening and reading, uh, listening to on an audio book and, and also um, reading some of the hard copy material of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah, I cannot recommend it more highly. It's about small mm-hmm. changes that can make a huge difference. So just getting 1% better, you know, every day or every week at something and creating an environment around helping you do good stuff and stop doing bad stuff. Mm. How did you come across this? So um, Amy Porterfield um, is an online marketing podcast that I listen to Mm -hmm. quite regularly and she recommended it. She said it was amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, I looked into it and, um, yeah, I'm always open to reading a, um, a kind of a motivational, um, non-fiction book. Yeah. Back to the point where I'm really getting behind on my book club fiction because <laughs> I always prioritise non-fiction. I always want to learn something rather than immerse myself in a narrative. Funny. Mm. Mm. Anyway. I- I can't remember the last time I read like a novel. Yeah. It's been a while for me too. But anyway. Hmm. Yeah, my book club makes me. Well, I mean, they don't make me, but I'm, you know, I want to yeah. be part of that. <laughs> I, I do it. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, more gravitate towards hmm. the fiction stuff. Anyway, so yeah. today, yeah, we're going to talk about how we create good habits and get rid of bad ones. And, um, and yeah, quite a bit of stuff out of that Atomic Habits book, which, again, um, you know, I'm not getting any kickback or anything. I just reckon it's a fantastic book. So anyone listening to this, I highly recommend you buy either the hard copy or, um, or get the audio book uh, and have a listen to it as you're, you know, driving around or walking around. It's, it's been excellent. Um, but before we get to that quickly, how's your study going? Um, Look, really good. It's really interesting, but it's interesting, as I just said before, I'm sort of, you know, my schedule has slipped and I'm, you know, it's easy for me to fall back into bad habits. So it was kind Mm -hmm. of on my agenda for this week to like, yeah, tighten that up and make a a better habit and get better structures. Um, Yeah. So kind of like, you know, I want to sort of go, well, I do that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or something and start to have a bit of a better schedule rather than I might do a bit of study, you know? So, yeah, yeah. but it's really interesting. It's fascinating space and um, yeah, I really enjoy it. So it's really good. A good choice I made there. Oh, fantastic. 
Mm, really absolutely. good. Good. And anything mm. happening on the um, job opportunities front? Um, well, yeah, something that's come back out of the woodwork from a while ago, a job down south. Okay. Um, As in, so I'm gonna, south in Queensland or down south in New no, South Wales? Sorry, South in Canberra. Canberra. Canberra, okay. Yeah, Canberra. So I'm heading down there at the end of next week to sort of have a few meetings and there's quite a few assessments attached to this kind of a job. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of in the pipeline at the moment. So I'm just kind of letting that settle and um, I'm going to focus on that for now because it actually is a a really interesting job. And, um, yeah, so I'll just see how that lands. Um, Yep. And, yeah, that'll be an interesting focus. So that's going well. And then my little um, secondhand jeans empire is building and kind of acquiring more jeans. And I've I've been onto Fiverr, Fleur. You'd be very proud. Um, Oh, fantastic. And had quite a bit of sort of some graphics and some other work done and completed. Um, Great. Yeah, kind of quick and dirty, right, quick and dirty because one of my things is... It's got to be 110% perfect, you know. Everything's yep. got to be perfect and then I procrastinate and don't do yep. anything. Yep. So I'm like, let's get this done, let's get it out. It's not going to be perfect but it's actually going to be happening. So, you know. Exactly. Yep. Um, Perfection so, yeah, perfection in the way of progress. So, yep, you've let Absolutely. progress. Yep. Absolutely. yep. Well yeah. done, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's moved ahead and, that, and you know, it's it fun. Yeah. You know, like you sort of go, really fun you know so I'm I'm really enjoying that too so I've got a few little things sort of bubbled away all of a sudden so um and what's the name of your brand where can we find you little shout out um well it's going to be launched on it's going to just be easy um and I'll probably do a website at some point but it's it's called Denim Co 2020 Brilliant. So as soon as it's launched I'll like pop a link on and um yeah so it's really just pre-loved pre-purchased vintage denim so it literally is it's going to be pretty much denim jeans and maybe denim shirts but literally just stick into a denim um and I've got everything from kind of high fashion you know like Max Mara to kind of hipster American Eagle and then your full-on cowboy cowgirl wranglers so it's a really good mix of you know kind of like one-stop shop for if you need a pair of jeans, whoever you are, come here and you'll find them. So, awesome. yeah. I can't That's wait it. to see it long. Yeah. Brilliant. And look I know. Side hustle. Sorry? Side hustle, taking the advice. Oh, totally. Podcast. Absolutely. Like just, it, and it kind of just sort of is almost like flourished on its own and it's kind of just been fun to do, you know, like the side hustle fun of like, well, it's the side hustle. Let's just see where it goes. You know, there's not so much pressure attached to that. So, um, and it's going well. So, yeah, I've, I've even acquired more denim. Like it just keeps coming at me from different people and different angles. And, and you know, as a result of this, me just talking about people have got other things now. They're like, I don't suppose you could sell, I mean, it's getting into equestrian stuff as well, people yep. with saddles and, yep. you know, like wanting to sort of, yeah. So it's amazing how one thing sort of action begets action, right? So, 
yeah. it's amazing how that works. Anyway, how about you? What's happening with you in that space? Yeah, well, I've been uh, exploring the idea of writing a book more fully. I've been thinking about this for many years, sort of there's yeah, a few awesome. ideas bubbling around in my head always, um, sort of some memoir stuff, um, uh, really just to get it out, you know, rather than, you know, make a million or anything from it. Um, but I'm actually investigating writing a book related to this podcast. So actually a, an advice manual, I guess, for people to, to yeah. survive. And uh, I know you and I have talked about this. I'm just sort of saying this for the listeners. And, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll keep talking to you about that Kim offline and, and see where it goes. But um, yeah, I, I, I think there's probably a market for it. And um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll try and we'll try and get something happening. So beautiful. Yeah, fingers That's crossed. Exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is something I've on my yeah. list of, um, of things to do every year, like what will I regret not doing this year? And it's always writing a book. And that's been the last yeah. three or four years. So yeah, I really I can't keep regretting it. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. But to do that, you need to get into some good habits. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <Anyway. laughs> One of the things that, that really stood out for me more than any other part of this book that I've just listened to, Atomic Habits, is the idea of our habits being linked to our identity. Hmm. So over time, your habits actually create who you are. And okay. the example um, that, that he gives, which I just thought was so resonant, was the idea, you know, someone offers two people a cigarette and one of them says, oh, no, thanks, I'm trying to quit. And the other one says, oh, no, thanks, I'm not a smoker. Now, they're both trying right. to quit, but the second one is actually framing their identity around being a non-smoker. And the more you talk about yourself as what you want to be, the easier it is to form habits to get there. Okay. So like okay. I'm a healthy eater. Yeah. No, you say that to yourself. But I'm trying to lose weight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, okay, I like that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, or I make positive food choices. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, you can, you can uh, do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a successful businesswoman. Yeah. I always make good choices when it comes to men. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Hello, girl. <laughs> Now let's work on some habits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was I thought that was a really interesting framing of the whole habit thing because I think we can get dragged down into the minutiae of habits without realising mm. actually forming a big picture of who we are as a person. Yeah, that's great. Good point. Um, and then he talks about the habit loop. So what happens around things we do, decisions we make in our everyday lives that become part of our habits is this idea that there's a cue 
there's something that sparks our interest. Then there's a craving, so it makes us want something, want to do something or consume something or... Um, and then there's a response and then there's a reward. And okay. those four components of the habit loop then lead into the four laws of habit formation and then he turns those on his head, on their head to help you think about how to stop doing, breaking a bad habit. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, but but the four four yeah. laws are making it obvious. So that's around the cue. So if you see um, a packet of, if you're a smoke trying to quit and you see a packet of your cigarettes are always lying around, then the fact that you've seen them starts the process of craving. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the good habits that you want to have, you want to design your environment to make the good habit cues visible. So say, for instance, you want to get up every morning and the first thing you want to do is um, work out, you know, go for a walk or go to the gym. Then you might decide to put your workout gear next to your bed. Right. The first thing when you wake up, the first thing you see is your workout gear. Yeah, or you could just wear it to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to wear it to bed, and that way I get up and I just do it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it though; it is good. Yeah, all those environmental cues are so important, aren't they? To yeah, yeah, having a fruit bowl, you know, a bowl of fruit out on the on the counter. Mm. Mm. Um, Absolutely. If you're wanting to eat more fruit, um, mm. so that's the first one. Making it attractive. So this is about the craving, the wanting to do something. Um, mm. And one of his pieces of advice, I mean, I just, I'm obviously t- talking about this very broad brush. You know, you've really got to listen to or read the book to, to get the full value out of this. Every every chapter is is just kaboom powerful, like every everything, you know, I just wanted to keep listening to it. Um, his idea here is to pair or bundle your must do tasks with want to do tasks mm-hmm. so for instance if you um find it hard to get to the gym um maybe organize a coffee with someone afterwards yeah um, yeah beautiful you know so you you get you know that you'll get to do something you actually really want to do uh, after you've done something that's a must do that you don't necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, that you find hard to sort of keep up as a habit. Um, then in terms of the response, we have to try and make the habits that we want to ingrain in ourselves as easy, as frictionless as possible. Mm-hmm. So you want to reduce the number of steps it takes to get something done. And he talks about chunking down your, um, you know, your difficult habits into two-minute tasks. So instead of it's like that we always talk about chunking our, our tasks, don't we, you know, in terms of yeah. instead yeah. of saying, um, you know, build vegetable, you know, create vegetable patch. Yeah. Um, you know, you can chunk that down and say, okay, well, I need to research 
uh, soil preparation, you know, and then I need to buy the right soil and fertiliser, um, chunking it down into small steps so that each one of them is not so daunting. And is that like the two-minute rule, like you, each of those steps is like a two-minute sort of yeah, max? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. say you kind of journal more often, yeah. you know, yeah. the idea is that you just start off just writing for two minutes yeah, or even, right. just one, even less than two minutes, but it's certainly no more than two minutes. Mm-hmm. So the idea okay. that you, you know, say you say after breakfast, um, I always write two sentences about my plans for the day. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and that's sort that's of a good that's sort of um, a little bit of the pairing and bundling as well, I guess, where you mm-hmm. have it stacking. He calls it. So you 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 say, you know, after such and such, I do this, and then it just becomes. A habit that after breakfast yeah. you sit down, and and you have your piece of paper there on the breakfast bench, or your journal or your diary or whatever, and it just becomes after breakfast I write down my top three tasks for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the reward, um, yeah, you've got to make it satisfying. Is the rule. Yeah. So, and yeah. the reward has to be as immediate as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in terms of the habits, is there? Does he have some view on how long it takes to form the habit? No. Oh, he he talks about that because he says lots of people say that you know that it takes a month mm-hmm. to ingrain it, but he, he yeah. says it really depends on how often you're doing it. But yeah, yeah is, I think he talks about. Oh, from memory, yeah, it's that sort of 30 to 50 times of repetition for it to really yeah, right. end. So, yeah, you're talking about a month of daily repetition. Yeah, yeah for it yeah. becoming habit forming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay, good. And the other thing, like he's just really realistic about it as well. Like he recognises that you're not always going to get it right, like that life gets in the way. But under satisfying as a rule, he sort of says, try not to miss something twice. Yeah, so don't be down on yourself if you miss it once, but just be really inspired to get back to it the next day. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because yeah. it is impossible sometimes, right? So, yeah, yeah. it is a yeah. Yeah, double down. So, that's yeah, good. The opposite of that in terms of breaking a bad habit is making it invisible. You know, so removing the bad habit cues. So one of my bad habits is sometimes late at night, if I just feel a little bit hungry, I'll get up and I'll just, cheese is my favourite food and I just get up and, you know, I start eating and then it's just so tasty. Um, Do you get crazy dreams, though, if you have cheese late at night? Oh, I haven't noticed that. Is that a thing? Oh, okay. Okay. That's some kind of, I don't know if that's sort of some kind of old saying about eating cheese at night. You have nightmares or crazy dreams or something. Oh, so okay. some people do, some people, it's to do with digestion, obviously. But um, yeah. anyway, back on track. Yeah. I, I, I put <laughs> the a good cheese. Yeah. We've got a little fridge downstairs. I put the cheese in that fridge. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Right. And Make the, it difficult. And the bickies, you know, so there's just, mm-hmm. there's, and, and again, that's, 
um, that's also kind of increasing the numbers of steps as well. Yeah. So even okay. if I don't have the cue of cheese from seeing it in the fridge, if, if it occurs to me, it's going to be like I have to go downstairs in the cold and get it out and that's a pain. Yeah. Yeah, and once you've stepped through all those steps in your mind, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The reward isn't that great for the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. much as I love cheese, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then make it unattractive. So actually remove the craving element of it. So that's sort of reframing the mindset. Um, one of the things he talks about is, is you know, being around people that, um, you know, or in a, in a social or educational or work environment where it's you get more social kudos or professional um, esteem or whatever if you're doing a certain thing right or not doing another thing. So if you hang around a lot of smokers, you know, it's going to be harder to quit smoking. Um, mm-hmm. Not just because you're going to get the cues, but also because it's socially acceptable. Whereas if it's, yeah. you know, so you want to, um, yeah, uh, sort of remove remove the the um, or, or highlight the benefits of avoiding the bad bad habit. I guess so. You know, mm. I spend less time out smoking. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about smoking because I don't smoke. <laughs> just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like it's, so many people think of it as a re- the, the really bad habit, right? But, it um, is a bad habit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's make it unattractive. You can read more about it in the book. Make it difficult, I like I said, increase, increasing the number of steps. And yeah. uh, make it unsatisfying. So um, he talks about getting an accountability partner who, um, you know, you agree to kind of keep each other on track or, or they keep you on track um, or even a habit contract. So the example he gave was actually a guy signed a contract because um, he needed to, you know, get fitter and healthier because he was having heart problems or diet, pre-diabetic or something. So he actually said to um, the contract with his gym instructor, I think, was if he misses a workout, um, he has to, um, you know, give him $20. Um, and right. so where that day, that whole day, where a um, cap from his least favourite football team or baseball team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I do like the accountability part. I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. yeah. So that old. As, yeah. as, as strong-willed as you think you are as an individual, and, and, you know, we are and we, you know, haul ourselves through life, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's just that little little bit extra isn't it of having someone just to go did you today or did you not today yeah. you know so yeah yeah, yeah. and it talks, about, it talks about technology helping you do that as well so habit trackers and those mm-hmm. sorts of things I've had variable mm-hmm. success with those I sort of get excited yeah. about them and then yeah I think I haven't found the right one I, I, I don't think and he's got one so he's obviously selling one as well James Clear so maybe that's that's the one that's really going to work anyway 
So, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't want to drag on too much about this. It was more to highlight that um, habits, yeah, there's, there's actually a process based on science and how the body responds to rewards and cues and all of those things and, um, yeah, gets into bad habits or, or um, creates, you know, positive new good habits and, I guess because so many people's worlds have been turned on their heads during this pandemic, it seems like it's a pretty good opportunity to think about, you know, just changing the habits of our daily existence um, for the better. Exactly. exactly. And having just this kind of framework to break it down into steps and to give you those thinking, you know, those thoughts around how to do it because sometimes... You know, I was just looking at the list thinking creating new habits, breaking a bad habit, and I thought I went straight to the second part, like breaking bad habits. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what yeah. I need to do yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Like some bad ones, yeah. um, which I don't know if there's, you know, which one's harder, create a new one or break one. I mean, I guess if you break one too, sometimes you've got to, yeah, replace it with something as well, you know, like yeah. depending, depending on the personality type that you are. But, yeah, um, yeah quite. And I think that's what happens a lot, isn't it, with cigarette smokers? They break the habit of smoking and then they replace it with eating lollies or something. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of being mindful too of what you might replace that habit with as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. but it's definitely awesome to have these steps, Fleur. And I'm, I feel like this is something that I really need to look at as well. And, you yeah. know, as I started this podcast by saying, I really need to look at my schedule and my habits. <laughs> yeah. So well, one of the tools, once you've, once you've read the book, um, he gives yeah. you a link to this cheat sheet um, with, yeah. all the, with all the things, but he also has got like a, um, uh, a, a piece of paper. You could set it up yourself obviously, but his is nicely formatted um, and like an audit of your habits. So you actually just write down everything you do in a day. And then you're able to say, well, is this a neutral habit? Like is this just, you know, like obviously kind of um, taking a shower is, well, I suppose you could call it a positive habit. But there's certain things you do, like eat breakfast, like is just you just mm. eat breakfast, you just do. Um, and then mm. but then negative or positive habits. So you can talk about the, you know, you can, you can do a bit of an audit of how many good things you're actually doing on a continue, like a regular basis you know, what your routine looks like and how much of it is actually positive and how much of it is negative. And yeah, then yeah. How are you going to respond? Yeah. And I think thinking of everything you do in the day as, as a habit because I don't think, you know, I'm not sure I even think of it like that, my day. You know, like I've got a bad habit of maybe eating chocolate at 3 o'clock yeah, but in terms of the rest of the things I do in a day, like you're saying, well, actually, it's just neutral. But um, yeah, being a bit more mindful about what you're doing in the day, and yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's good. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Yeah. So that's uh, that's habits for this week. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. And um, very timely. Yeah. Oh no, good. Well, I hope I'll send you a link to the audio book, Kim, and you can um, please. Yeah, download and um, yeah. I'll put some um, links and things on the um, the show notes. And yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll have something to report in terms of getting the book um, kind of started uh, next week. Or at the very least, my other thing, big thing on my to do list is to get um, the Career After COVID website up and running. 
Oh, good. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, my jeans empire should be up and running by next week's podcast. So we'll be on fire. Excellent. We'll have much to report. Yeah. And all my um, new good habits and my broken old habits. So, yeah. (laughs) Can't wait to hear more about it. I know. I know. Thank you. Have a great week. I will. You too. Have a fabulous weekend coming up too. Yeah, you too. See you. Bye. Bye.